Uh, are there any are there any catchphrases? I'm out. The show? I'm out. <laughs> That's it. I'm out. You know, it's kind of hard to start a podcast when the catchphrase is, you know, sort of a negation. And for those like reasons, ex- I'm out. Like a dismissal. And for those reasons, <laughs> we're not doing this I'm podcast. Out. I'm out. Except we totally are. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Roll and Move, the internet's only podcast that takes a look at some of the worst board games and card games out there and breaks them down for you guys. And uh, we explore what makes them work and what makes them suck a little bit. I am one of your first co-hosts and one of the creators of Rough Draft Games, Thomas Schungerberg, and with me here, as always, is Garrett Lively, a true Mark Cuban fan. True. What is what's the difference what's, between a yeah, true Mark Cuban fan and a fake Mark Cuban? Fan? All these uh, fake Shark Tank Mark Cuban fans—they just like him for his money. Me, I like him for what he did. <laughs> I like him for his looks. Mavericks. Me, I like him for what he what he did with the money, <laughs> which was make more money. <laughs> me, me personally, I can follow a guy like that personally. Me. And with us here also <laughs> is. Jeff Lee, for 10% stake, 1% equity, I could definitely own your company. <laughs> just give me a nice seat on the chairman of, as chairman of the board, and uh, I'll, I'll just destroy your life as you're the CEO of a uh, dwindling <laughs> company. I'll crash it into the ground it. for you. If you could give your name yourself a nickname like Mr. Wonderful, would you do it? Heck yeah, why not? Did he give himself that nickname, or did he... Uh, sort of like, was that bequeathed to him, or was he like that guy in high school who's like, hey, call... It- Call me, call me, uh, Mister cool. Wonderful. Let's go through. Let's let's talk about the game, and I will look that up as we talk. So he sounds like the Midnight <laughs> Outburst creator. Um, I always we always forget his name. Brian, Mark, Dave, Brian Hirsch, Brian Dave Herg, Brian Hersheyman, Brian Herschel. <laughs> or he's it, like Bobby Reese, the legendary Henry, board Henry game Bernstein. creator. So so once again, if you can't tell, we're talking about Mister Wonderful. We're talking about the wonderful hit reality TV show. Slash game show? Kind of a game? Well, more of a competition yeah, elimination like a show. elimination reality yeah. show. Somewhere in the middle there. It's on the spectrum. Uh, <laughs> Shark Tank. And uh, don't, laugh at, don't laugh at spectrum jokes, Garrett. How dare you? Uh, and we are... Uh, it's, it's not our first foray into the reality TV show. Uh, We've done a lot. Yeah, I'm looking again. through the list now. So, Amazing Race. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Oh, yeah. Um, I got a ton of them here. Desperate House. Well, I mean, that's not, that was not, but I don't know. Garrett, I'm just trying to bide time until you tell me if uh, Mr. Wonderful created his nickname or not. <laughs> I, uh, well, that's great. I'm so sorry. I definitely got off on a sidetrack that I, I can't wait to reveal during the reviews. Rabbit hole. A good rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, this is good. Uh, Mr. Wonderful, Kevin O'Leary popularized his nickname. Um, definitely himself. Yeah. Says, says it, <laughs> he gave it to himself. Says it, says it right here. Uh, oh, my kind of guy. All right. <laughs> He's quite literally a self-made man. Uh, all right. So, Garrett, w- tell us a little bit about this game. Where'd you pick this uh, thing up? Why'd this one catch your eye? And I know that half-price books uh, pile can get a little big sometimes, but for you to bring this home, bring this home to roost, what are you doing, buddy? Me? Personally? Well, here's what I did. Let me let me pitch this idea to you guys. I'm, I'm in half-price <laughs> books. I'm... I'm browsing books, and I noticed, you know, people are always looking for the next big thing. They're looking for the next board game that's going to really hit it with the kids, the adults, the teenagers. Right. You want to have, okay. have a nice audience for everyone, and mm-hmm. you want to have a game that has a little bit of strategy, but a little bit of luck. Because in case people uh-huh. aren't as strategic as you'd like them to be, they can, they can still have a good time, have uh-huh. a little fun, maybe possibly win if they get lucky. Uh-huh. What better game to do that than Shark Tank? A game where you're pitching ideas and you're pitching money at those ideas to see who gets the better 
of each other from those. Okay, pitches. well, let me just ask you: Is this sort of an idea right now, or do you have like a sort of a viable market product that you're that you're bringing to the table? I'm more of an ideas guy. How many of these have you sold? No, I'm more of an ideas guy. So you haven't sold anything. Uh, well, I was I was bringing this to you guys. Thought maybe you guys have some uh, sell sellability on this. You could. Has slap anyone some, else approached you about this uh, quote sellability? Mm-hmm. No, nah, this is a Shark Tank exclusive. Wanted to bring. Tell it to me, you guys are, how, are, how are you? Are, what's your income right now? What do you do for a living other than? Other well, than this? well, I do a, I do a podcast with some friends. Uh, we have roughly well, that doesn't make any money. So are you tell me your cash 10, flow negative 10, 10 to twenty listeners per. Are you episode. in the red? I I I have some outstanding. Loans. Have you taken out? Well, yeah. that's interesting. I, I got two words for you. I'm out. Oh no no! Please please please. Jeff, you have to help me, please. This listen, is a great idea for a board listen, game. Listen, Tom over there. Really... Tom is a you know. Hey, Tom if you want him, you can have him. That's all I'm saying. Games. If Tom doesn't, is it? If Tom can't help you, you're gonna come to me and think I can help I, you. I I I, I, I don't. Think, I think you know. I really, I'm really I, sorry. I, please, but please, please, please. I need I'm, this. Please. I'm really sorry, but you know what? Please, please. I'm out. Please. Oh. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, big guy. All right. I disapprove of this board game pitch, but I do approve. <laughs> Of you going out of your way to buy this game, <laughs> just so that we can do. Go back and get your life like together. I love, I love when they say that in the show. Yeah. Go back and get your life back. Yeah, <laughs> like they're helping like, them out. Yeah, here you go, so, buddy. Here's a tip. What's interesting is you guys basically just heard the gameplay. Like everyone listening at home. Like <laughs> yeah. That that that's pretty much how we played the game. Is uh, so G- Garrett picked up this game. It's pretty self-explanatory. It's going. Well, let's to- let's back up a little bit. All right. Okay. Okay. I, I, I will say. Okay. So I saw I saw it on the shelf there. Uh, this was an old favorite of ours. Uh, from the from the production standpoint of brought to us by Cardinal Games, and so I was like, oh, Cardinal Games. I love the sound of this box. Let me just uh. Oh wait. Mm, hold on. Oh, wait. Hang on. That sounds a little different. That's hold not on. metallic. Maybe this yeah. is. No. What. Oh my! This, well, it's got to be there this, somewhere. This is cardboard. Wait a second, Cardinal. So I was. Oh my goodness! Cardinal has figured it out. You got to make a cardboard box for your board games. That's that's where they were going wrong with all the all the, all the games we have played. Maybe when that they pitched the idea to Shark Tank, mm-hmm. they're like, "We're not going with metal. We can't." Those go early metal. those early two thousands, early two thousand tens, late two thousands. Right games, the tens were just eaten into their sales. That was the Achilles heel. That Can we was play a little uh, bugle tune for the end of the two thousands as an era for board games? <laughs> Continue. <laughs> yeah. So, well, I mean, that pretty that enough would have sold me. Uh, but furthermore, on the box, we have all the sharks. We got Lori. We got Mark. We got Mister Wonderful, uh, Barb, Kev, Damon, and. Cardinal Games, Shark Tank, board game based on a reality TV show. And then what really set it over the edge for me was that in the bottom right hand corner, this complete game says one set down at the bottom. It just lets you know that you're just so you know, just in case you're used to getting those board games that have two or three copies of it inside this one. They don't. They don't want you to get the raw end of the stick here. This is uh this is one set right one here. One bad boy set. One one set of Shark Tank the game. So. I, I was like, man, honesty, great concepts, beautiful people. This is the board game for Roland. Beautiful through. people, the beautifulest people I've ever met. Um, <laughs> so I want to know, you know, it's really funny. So like with Roll and Move, we keep episode stats and we have kind of like a leaderboard of like who's won what game and like what, what we've rated people. Why don't they do that on Shark Tank? I feel like that would be, if they had like a running tally and they had seasons, that might like 
spin the game up a little bit because I want to know how much they make. You know, I think it'd be really interesting. Mm. But it's people have idea. to find that afterwards. Maybe I should pitch it to them. Definitely. I think yeah, I think they would start fighting mm-hmm. with each other on the show. So yeah, great. <laughs> All right, so we have a little bit of understanding about uh, where you got the game. Is I'm, I'm pretty sure we've sort of covered, or we've at least danced around to a, a certain extent of how what the show's format is. Right, we have a person come in, they got a pitch for an idea, they give it to our you know cast of characters here who are either going to approve it or disapprove it, and they usually get into a bidding war over over the idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're going to take that. We're going to turn it into board game form. So Garrett. When you pop open this box, what do you see inside? In other words, what's in the box? Help me out with this one, Alice. What's in the box? She's right. That was awesome. That was a soundboard for sure. Oh, yeah. Shark Tank the game components include 18 red, blue, and green chips, 125 money cards of varying denominations, 150 company cards with some... You know, quick little pitches that you're going to throw out. They also have some uh, valuations of the company. It's got one die to include uh, in into those valuations. You basically roll the die to figure out how much that uh, company is going to be worth. Six shark coasters, which you can distribute to the players to tell you who is going to be who. And then six I'm out cards in case you're not quite so sure that uh, this this uh, this products for why do they need oh because there could be six players total yeah well it it well that's an interesting question Jeff and I'm glad you ask on the front of the box it says two to four players however in the rules it says two to six players so I'm gonna say anywhere from two to six players can play probably <laughs> you know what's really funny so like it seems <laughs> Dude, like throughout game is, the game and oh. you guys will hear this in a second but. They just, uh, the creators of the game just weren't sure about a lot of things. They just kind of like, so you'll hear one rule set of rules somewhere and one set of rules somewhere else, and who knows? I don't, I don't know what the equivalent of a proofreader is for board games. Not a play tester, but just like, like a, a straight like up a proofreader. Like an editor? Or, yeah. yeah, because there are so many inconsistencies with this game. Yeah. It is laughable, and it, <laughs> it leads to a lot of problems down the road. But yeah, so we have, you know, just your your sort of basic bidding components for mm-hmm. a bunch of different uh bunch of different pitch ideas. So, uh what do you think we should do, Gary? You think we should give them sort of a a, a general idea of what some of these pitches are or sure. most well, of them yeah, come sure, from the show. Sure. First, I'll just go over the basic flow of the game. So, it's a little bit different from Shark Tank where you have you know, in my mind I had it where somebody would be presenting the idea and you're trying to get other people to bid on you. Right. The AI of the game, if you will, kind of does that in this game so that somebody just reads the card. However, that person, like, for example, I was reading the cards, but it didn't matter whether or not I read it. It was going to be valued the same. So it's more of a bidding game and like trying to de- deduct the valuation of the company mm-hmm. based on the short little pitch that you're given. So it, it's more it, as your. It's kind of it's kind of from the eyes of the sharks, if you will. I guess is what I'm trying to say. Where where you're yeah. trying to make the most money possible from these six pitches that come through. Right. Right. And I I feel like that that's that's something that's interesting. We're definitely going to talk about this more later on. But there's an, a whole element to this because the AI, as you put it, is if you just played this game as it was intended, and Garrett, you read the card and then we bid on it, this game would have been over in 10, 12 minutes. Right. It would have been super duper quick. But the longest portion of the game was me and Jeff just grilling Garrett's various Yeah, and debating and role-playing and, yeah. (laughs) Right. And obviously most people that play the game, you know, may or may not do that. And 
I'm curious to see like um because they kind of leave the uh like the pitch very cut and dry it is what it is mm-hmm. um I don't know if they correlated the actual like valuation numbers to um like I don't know where they got the numbers from like is it is it supposed to be an actually successful thing um I know a lot of these uh, pitches were actually on the show so did they correspond to what they actually were where did they pull the numbers because a lot of the times it seemed random. Some of the bad ideas that we thought were terrible ended up having yeah. really good valuation numbers, and we didn't see any good ideas because Garrett pulled out the worst. But um, I'm, curi- <laughs> I'm curious to see if the good, what, what would probably be good ideas if they turned out being bad value, right. like bad profits or whatever. So, yeah. I don't know. I, I, one of my big problems with it is just that the, like the descriptions of the companies were just so bare in terms of here's a log line of what the company is and now do you wonder not, right? Yeah. I, I thought it would have been interesting if they had given like various character quirks to each presentation. Like yeah. there's a special, like a little star next to it. This person will immediately accept an offer that is greater than this amount. Yeah, that'd or be cool. Um, something like that to give it. So it's not just so much of a, you're giving more character to where I think most of the character is in the game is the other actually thing too the is that um you know I'm, I'm not a big fan of dvd board games but i feel like this is one of those games that would have done pretty well with a dvd board game so like someone pitches to you and then and then you like us as the sharks get to pick or whatever right. um and then that way you get some you get more personality in it and you're not kind of constrained by your third player like having mm-hmm. to just read verbatim what's on the card um, or, or or some just like basic facts about their life or about like how much money they've sold so far so that when yeah. we ask those questions and we press for that information mm-hmm. it's there answer. yeah yeah that I, would but, be excellent but that's but it ain't there instead we just got the log line and then we got our little bidding cards and then there's there's two rounds of bidding right Garrett so after the card yeah. is read we yeah so, so basically I, I wanted to go back to to something you you said briefly and then i'll jump back into the rules is is the rules encourage you to listen to the pitch and kind of base your valuation based on the quality of the pitch however the game we'll go into later just completely ignores that so i, I just have two examples right here rugged races a 5k obstacle course which values at uh possibly two hundred sixty six thousand, and mm-hmm. then breathometer a breathalyzer that works with your smartphone. The app will tell you if you're over the legal limit and suggest a taxi company, restaurants, locations, and hotel rooms nearby. That sounds like a great idea. And the top valuation for that is $98,000. So, so the the four-word description and then the paragraph description just don't line up to what it tells you in the rules. So uh, mm-hmm. anyways, but, but to jump back into the rules, yeah, as you were saying, basically the pitch is read and then you have two rounds of bidding basically and so in clockwise order everyone goes around and they make a bid on the company and that first round it's open information so you'll go around one time and so thomas can be like i'm gonna go ahead and throw down fifty thousand dollars i definitely believe in this company and jeff's like well if he's putting down fifty thousand i'm not sure how high i'm gonna go i may see what everybody else does he'll throw down a tenner Ten thousand, and so then <laughs> I like that tenor has caught on. Into this a pretty good tenor. <laughs> that was a nice tenor right there. <laughs> so then you jump into round two. Round two is the secret bid section. So then Tom's like, "Oh, he's he's not going to play too much. He's gonna you're just going to slide down two face down cards or however many face down cards you want." I said two. It doesn't matter how many. So say you're like, "Well, he only put a tenor down. I I, I could probably get away." <laughs> with uh, another tenor, maybe a 20, just to, for a little insurance. So Thomas has put in, you know, another 20, so he's up to 70,000. Jeff's like, no, nah, I'm slow playing this. So he throws in his 100K card. And so then you reveal the total valuation or the total uh, capital that you're putting into the into the company. Whoever bids the highest gets that company. That's awesome. All right, next, 
let's throw a little randomness on this. Instead yeah. of, so you had no idea what the company was valued at during that bidding process. Now yep. we're going to reveal the three possibilities and we're going to roll a die and it's going to tell you how much your company is worth. So basically there are three options <laughs> and this is where I had such a hard time figuring out the rules because the, so it has a included die and it's got uh, four different faces. It's got a blockbuster face, which is the highest price valued. Plus you get to draw like a bonus. Um, uh, uh, what's it called? Money card? Money card. Yeah. Money Random card, yeah. money card. Mm -hmm. Anywhere Neat. between 10,000 and 200,000. Yeah. It's got a big green dollar sign. And that's supposed to be the highest range. And then it's got a smaller blue dollar sign that's supposed to be in the medium range. And then it's got two little red cent signs and that's supposed to be the lowest range. Now, on those company cards, so again, die green in order of highest to lowest, green, blue, red. On the card, in order of highest to lowest is blue, red, green. So <laughs> I was I was so confused trying to figure out how to roll this die. And then, I'm sure our audience is confused just from what you said. Yeah, so in other words... You. In other words, the colors were completely swapped. Right. The red was the highest one, and on the dice, the red is supposed to be the lowest one. Red's, so it's not well, quite sure if you go and red's middle on the card. Oh, green's highest and green's it's lowest. all over the place. Yeah. yeah, and then blue's middle and blue's highest on the uh, on the company. Yeah. So, point yeah, being is, just, it was just the, the the rules were completely unclear. They said one thing and said something else, something completely different somewhere mm -hmm. else. And right, God help you up. if you're colorblind playing this game because you yeah. are effed. Uh, next, you also have an I'm out card, which I alluded to earlier, which you can play at any time and you can be withdrawn from the company consideration, which is great until all the players say I'm out, which we had on our very first company because you guys are like, this company's, this company's crap. It's a cupcake in a jar. Why would I buy this? You haven't provided me with any information. I'm not buying it. <laughs> Thomas and Jeff both say they're out. And then I just, I, there's nothing in the rules to settle this. It, it doesn't say, you know, presumably the game, I guess, is going to assume that somebody's going to at least bid ten thousand dollars on right, it just wrong. to get in there. But no, but no, that's not what we're here about. Roll a move on roll a move. We <laughs> try to break the game. No, we're we're trying to break the game. We're trying to figure out what works, what doesn't work. And well, Garrett Garrett looked pretty surprised as well because Jeff was out <laughs> first, and then he was just like, "All right, Tom, what are you going to bid?" And I just said, "I'm out." <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't. Are I don't, you, I don't are you know serious? Do <laughs> you can't, Sorry, bud. We don't want it. Well, what's weird is you can totally do that on Shark Tank, right? Like people, yeah, yeah it's like, like they do that all the time. Any, yeah, nobody yeah. invests any money. They just say we're out because your idea is stupid, like a cupcake in a jar. Um, I'm sorry to the owner of what was that? Don't be sorry. They made like twenty million dollars or something yeah, stupid. Whatever. So in real life, the next thing the rules don't cover is what happens if you tie, which incredibly, <laughs> incredibly happened. Which maybe we can get it to later. Uh, so we just decided to play a third round of secret bids, but it, it doesn't talk about that at all. And then basically at the end of the game, after so you have six rounds, like I said, and then at the end of the game, whoever has the highest valuation of companies plus half of their liquid cash, mm -hmm. you add all that together, and that's your final score, whoever has the highest wins, which again doesn't have a, a tiebreaker. We um, actually had a pretty funny result. Do you remember what we <laughs> realized? Uh, we So... What yeah? What, what great about our game, and and this may not be true. We you know we we only played one game. We don't we don't have the scientific method down where we repeat the process over and over again. But both Thomas, so you start off with a million dollars. Each player starts off with a million dollars in capital, and both Thomas and Jeff came in at under five hundred thousand dollars. So the optimal strategy for this game would have been to not buy any companies. Just sit on your million dollars. <laughs> 
And we would have been coming at 500,000. It would have come in at 500,000 at the end of the game. Points, which is, which yeah. Is excellent. I yeah, just, but, I took a hit on almost every single company I bought. Yeah, there's no way to make any money. It was terrible. Yeah, and and, and I, I, I'm i not necessarily going to factor that into the grade of the game because I was specifically right. picking yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Choosing it was, just, the stupidest it was, it was a really companies. funny revelation because at the end of it, we're like, you want to go to a Mavs game you want to cool off at the cool Mm -hmm. off on the Mavs sidelines have a couple brews (laughs) and one thing we didn't really talk about or at least play with in the game is that also in the rules they include trading and purchasing some of the companies so you can like buy them from other players or you can trade them with other players which doesn't really work in a two-player game like clearly Mm -hmm. in a two-player one person is clearly getting you know the short the short Short end of the mm-hmm. stick or the yeah. sharp end of the stick, whatever it's called. So it trading doesn't really work in a two player game. It, it works a little bit, but in a three. Do you re-roll game, the valuation kind of, when you trade? You do, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say if you know exactly what you're trading for, then you know you're gonna somebody's gonna lose. But if you re-roll, then there's a chance that yeah, I yeah. That, I think it's a nice touch, so I I would consider that a, a positive of the game. However, right. it just does not work with two players. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, can't exactly. have a trading game with two players. Right. Anyway, so that's that that is the game in a nutshell. And and like Thomas said, it should take about ten to fifteen minutes. We spread it over about an hour. It looks like yeah, so. just with our, just with our goofing around. Just gra- I, do, I hope we have a little move. bit of that video was, that we can I was, post. I was role playing all the uh, all the poor pitch pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So we, had a, we had a great time. It was, it was a nice, nice game that was not in the rules that we played. But it was kind of like that football game that we played, the NFL one, where we just we just went insane while playing it. So of course it's going to take like three times as long as it should because we're just trying to we're trying to make the game fun, right? Because yeah. if we were playing with the pure mechanics of it, then. I feel like it would have been like maybe half as fun as it was. Yeah. So I mentioned there are 150 company cards in the mm-hmm. in the game, which is insane. So if you kind of think about that, each game you're only going to see six of those cards. It's a so lot of replayability. I, it's right a lot. It's a it's it's a lot of replayability. So they these were shrunk wrap in three separate packs, and two of the, I bought this game used. Only one of them was open. Two of them were still in their shrink wrap, mm-hmm. and and so, so yeah, just replaying with those. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like, I mean, honestly, because, like, you know, so that's 50 cards a pack. So, I mean, even if you're shuffling, I mean, unless you have a legit memory, like, if you got a photographic memory, maybe you can start to remember all the valuations of these companies, but... I don't right. know, it's pretty that's pretty that's pretty insane. I feel like that is a, a ton of a ton of cards. So the, there's 125 money cards, 150 company cards, and like they're all separate shapes, which we've kind of talked about before in the podcast, but basically <laughs> it's it's really annoying to do cards of separate shapes if you're if you're producing a board game. Yep. Um to yeah. because you're and especially at strange numbers like 125 and 150. Yeah. And then like six and then you know, eighteen. Which are some of the component counts in this game? Because you're 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 paying for a whole another sheet, and you, you kind of want to maximize those sheets in the production process. But it's great. Um, one thing I wanted to note is the uh, the money cards are like these very long rectangle shape. Like they're... it's the same rectangle that was in the uh, Who's Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? Are you grader. smarter than fifth grade? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're right. very long, and you're supposed to shuffle the entire 125 card deck after you deal out the money. To the starting, you know, the starting uh, values of money to each player, you shuffle the right. deck, and it was it was one of the harder shuffles I've ever had to make. So mm. pretty hard shuffle. Yeah, I'm not not too not too keen on those. Can you those, give a little uh, bit of a cards. sampling, Garrett? Can you give a little bit of a, a taste of some of these 
some of these fine companies that Jeff and I were bidding on in the game because you, you managed to select probably some of the the worst, worst companies. That Although we, some of we, them made money, but what what was perceived mm-hmm. to be some of the worst companies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So do you, do you guys remember the one that you guys ended up blowing like 400,000 on? <laughs> yes. Which one was that? I don't know. That Thomas was Ham Hamboard. Hamboards. Yeah, let me find that one real quick. Uh, in the interim, uh, so one of the companies was Shell Bobbers, and this is, you guys could go on YouTube and watch the actual pitch of Shell Bobbers. And the, here's the pitch that the game presents: Shell Bobber is a bobber made out of a real shotgun shell. So, so in my <laughs> that's feet, it. Pretty good. That's, that's wow, a whole different type of plastic. Pretty cool, guys. Uh, Two hundred thousand dollars, please. Which was great in our in our presentation. Jeff didn't even know what a bobber was until he'd started bidding money on it, and yeah, it yeah, it it just doesn't. Isn't go that like life deal. though? You just you're already just spending <laughs> just money throw on money something. In it. And to be fair, I googled bobber. I, I thought it was a fishing bobber. I googled bobber, and then I found a bunch of motorcycles. So I was like super confused. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and it, it doesn't do the actual pitch justice. The the actual pitch is, you know, from Actually, from from Shark Tank. It's kind of charming. They they build it, and it's cool, and he yeah. has a couple of good jokes. Yeah, it's charming. It's still stupid as hell. Like I I don't understand. <laughs> it is but, the ultimate novelty item. Hey man, like, novelty sells sometimes. Maybe that's well, why we're not millionaires because we're too frugal. So yeah, yeah, that one could have valued for a hundred thousand, hundred twenty-five thousand, or two hundred thousand. <laughs> we have uh, the one eighty cup, one of my personal favorites. I I really enjoyed pitching this to you guys. The one eighty cup is a two products is two products in one, a standard eighteen ounce cup, but when flipped, a one point five ounce shot glass is revealed on the bottom. Hey. <laughs> The 180 cup. Love it. Hasn't this person ever heard, never mix beer and liquor? Was it beer before liquor, never sicker? You don't mix them, buddy, or else you're going to be in trouble. You know what? Here he is making a daggum glass. This is crazy. So the 180 cup is selling on Amazon right now. Mm -hmm. Um, How much? Let me look. It doesn't immediately say. Oh, my God. Okay. So it doesn't immediately say, but there's buying options, which means that it is a novelty item and probably like one person selling it. They're selling 100... Sorry, they're selling a 50-pack for 50 bucks, so a dollar a cup. <laughs> a dollar a cup? And it's rated awesome. three and a half stars on Amazon. There's 50 customer reviews, so 50 poor souls. I don't... I'm not... I, I love the idea of pouring your shot and then trying to get it into your glass because you have your your shot is the bottom of your glass. You have your and glass you flip it over down. and you spill stuff everywhere? <laughs> yeah. What a stupid idea. I don't I don't get uh, it. I don't understand that, why it had one so cup. So this, this is the one company that had, like, wildly... Varying valuations. It had eleven thousand, eighty thousand, and two hundred fifteen thousand, and I think we settled on uh, eighty thousand for this one. Uh, whoever, whoever ended up winning, and the one that we blew the most money on. In oh the game, man, it was awful. Ham boards, and no, I'm not saying hand boards. I'm saying ham boards. There's big point of clarification during our our playing of the game. Ham boards are skateboards that give the free gliding sensation of catching a wave. That's yeah. it. <laughs> See, these are the worst pitches without the, the extra information. Pitches. Yeah. Like, I would walk from every single one of these. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm looking at handboards now. They just look like a longboard. I don't I don't see how it's any different. Maybe it's a longboard. Maybe it was the first longboard. It looks like okay, it looks it looks like a surfboard with wheels, like a super long longboard. Like even longer than a right. full longboard. Super weird, yeah. Like when I when we were like, "What is a ha- what do you mean by handboard?" And Garrett just all he could say was, 
This feels like catching a wave, man. And I was like, I'm not bidding on this crap. And then, <laughs> but I realized I hadn't won anything yet. And I was like, well, am I going to lose by not bidding on anything? I should have not bid. And Thomas went in pretty hard, so I was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna, I, you know, I might as well try." No, to I, can't, I can't, I can't quit now. And so we were both bidding, and this is the one we tied on. So this we, is the one you tied on, yeah, and you ended up both jacking it up to like three hundred thousand plus. Yeah, Thomas yeah. went four sixty, and I went like three forty, thinking like, "What am I doing?" And then we we collectively, and you don't, by the way, you don't get your money back if you don't win. So right. I didn't get any of that money back, and we collectively spent. Like close to eight hundred thousand dollars on ham boards, <laughs> on this which we didn't even know what it was. Shit, ham board company. Yeah. Oh, what That's a great. train wreck! Just Gets away, bro. By the way, so it looks like the company when it was on Shark Tank, it was offered three hundred k, um, a three hundred k investment for thirty percent stake in the company. FYI, so. who made that stupid deal? Robert Herjavec? is that the? Oh yeah, it's Figures. that guy. The guy that looks like the uh, main character from. Um, he looks like the main character from Team America World Police. Yeah, he looks Rock, like a freaking puppet, like yeah, a marionette yeah, yeah. Robert puppet. Um, all right, so we we kind of got to go over the game. The the one part of the game that I did like as far as the art goes, because I know sometimes we like to go off on the art. I, I did like the I'm Out cards. Uh, it's very simple. It's just text. But, um, I mean, mm-hmm. take, take, take a closer look at it. It's just, it looks super duper foreboding. It looks... I'm... <laughs> Ow. It looks it's very some, vindictive. It's got some sharks swimming in the water. Yeah. Yeah. I like it on the camera for me, Gear. Let me just yeah. Just look at give that. Jeff a little refresher. Oh, a little bite at the end. A big, nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's great. Pretty good. It's, it's a good font. I like good. that, and it's uh, nice and aggressive, and it's kind of like a big F. I. It's very good at saying F you <laughs> without swearing, and just you know, it it gives it gives the whole message. That was the only art that I liked, uh, because the rest of it was most likely a misprint. So <laughs> this is probably for another yeah, game. I don't know if you guys could tell this on the cards, but they basically have like these weird, like swirl. You know those like uh, optical illusions of the swirls. Yeah, mm-hmm. where you're like looking at it and you think it's moving like that. You guys may not be able to even see this on the on the on the camera, but like that's the background of these. Yeah, I can see it. Really? <laughs> Why? Yeah. It's very it's very strange. But you got just this gray swirled background that's almost like Why? an optical illusion, and then and then the uh, the coasters that. That determine which player, which shark you are, are just you know screen grabs. So there's not yeah. much art other than, other than just that. theme okay. from a theme perspective. Like there's so many things. Like you know the fact that there was a closed bidding. I kind of get it from a game mechanic standpoint, but it wasn't thematically right. And because um, mm-hmm. usually you open bid, and then you know obviously the there's not an actual picture. You're just reading off a card. So that kind of took away from the theme too. There's just a ton of the- thematic elements that they kind of they totally missed on and. It's kind of yeah. unfortunate. Like, I, I wish you could bid for certain other things, too, other than just, like, bidding for the company. You can bid for, like, a certain percentage or something. I don't know. There's, like, yeah. a ton of things that we just kind of fell flat, um, even outside of just the art. Yeah, I totally agree. I, I think yeah. the biggest improvement they could have made was was basically what Thomas was saying, where mm-hmm. if they just had a little... If, if maybe one shark could ask a question each, you know? Right. And it's like, yeah. you know, how many units have you sold? Uh, how much revenue are you are you bringing in right now? You know yeah. things like that. Just some, and you just have these little facts, and just be able to ask those and make a decision based around that information, and not just the quip, mm-hmm. or so just random information that you could work that you that you can work into your pitch that might affect 
the company, like mm-hmm. um, like mentioning how many loans you currently have out or mention that you're paying yourself a CEO salary of 150 a year, or that's what you want to do with some of your startup capital that you're asking for, which could determine like whether or not they invest in you or whether or not you're a good. Fit. Yeah. I don't know. There's there's more things that you can think of. There's but, a ton more but, that they could have yeah. done for sure. Before we really, really sink our teeth into our critiques, I think that we should take this to the World Wide Web. And we should see what are other people saying about this game because it's it's not looked at too kindly on Board Game Geek <laughs> from from what I from what I can tell. I have a review here from uh, Big Red, Big spelled with a one, not an I. Uh, says a relative picked it up as a gift for my mom, who is a big fan of the show. Many of the companies in the game are based on companies that appeared in the show, and my mom enjoyed that aspect of it. Unfortunately, the game was barely playable. The instructions don't address details in the game mechanics, probably some of the stuff that you were talking about, Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have to come up with your own house rules in order to play. Also, some of the color-coded components had their colors reversed due to a printing mistake. So, yep. yeah, so total shipment. I love full long up. time. Another user uh, gave this a one. The rules are sorely lacking. The colors on the company cards are disjointed as they are related to the die, which is the same thing that Garrett was saying. The component quality goes from mediocre, uh, poker chips with stickers uh, in parentheses to terrible. Um, the die is poorly cut and wrapped sticker. We rage quit this stinker. Oh yeah, I forgot to talk about the die. The die, yeah, it's it's totally like somebody. I I thought the the own, the previous owner of the box had like put the stickers on the die. Like that's mm-hmm. how bad it was. <laughs> like you could almost like peel them off. Uh, I for, I totally forgot to talk about that. Yikes. Uh, so I'm looking on Amazon here, and there's a couple really good reviews. Like for a game to be rated this poorly on Amazon, it's got 1.7 yeah. out of five. Stars. Usually, Amazon is very forgiving yeah, when yeah. it comes mm-hmm. to giving yes. these sorts. So of it's games. got 1.7 out of five stars. And so my favorite is from Eric Wolfram. He said, "So bad on so many levels, we burned it." And then he includes a picture. <laughs> he includes a picture of him. He has the, you can tell it's Shark Tank and it's in flames and it's in his fireplace. And he's just got it. He's got it there. Warming up his uh, cold February night. Oh, he's yeah. Shark Tank is a little oh, bit Oh, we're tender. putting that on the website. That is yeah. that is too good. We'll we'll give credit where it's That's due. That's awesome. That's is... awesome. But apparently, apparently a ton of these games, I don't know if it was like a first edition or second edition or, or, or what have you, but. Uh, apparently, a lot of them shipped without the die because I'm seeing a lot of people say that you're supposed to roll a die, but no die was included. So I don't, I don't, I don't. My, God, my, Carnal, my I don't die. understand how they still get like they still get licenses <laughs> to make games. Like, yeah, they just keep this game came it. out in 2016. Like, yeah. this game came out three years ago, and I, I mean, it, I, how, how long has Shark Tank been around? 2009. Yeah, okay. it's been around ten so years, a while. roughly ten years. Yeah, usually the other the other like reality board games we're we're seeing like season three season four tops is how late the board game version of it's coming out and this is coming out in 2016 like maybe they're seven, just it's one of those things where afterwards. we're like we're like we don't want to make a board game for this one we've we've taken our licks like all the others were so bad like we know that we're not good at them and shark tank was like no you got to do it and then they eventually paid him enough money to be like whatever we'll toss one together <laughs> right and i think that's that's the key word here is that this was tossed together and i think that's going to show as far as my score goes and i'm going to go ahead and segue into that right now all right so my my big problem with this game was the lack of uh, like official canonized role that the presenter had with the game i think it's obvious that that is where the most fun comes from 
just the the part of the presentation, and they totally skimmed over that. They made that, as Garrett put it, an artificial intelligence sort of a thing. It's a log line that you read, and then you bid on it. But the bidding is not the fun part. It's the companies that are supposed to be fun. It's the companies that make this good and the sharks' reactions to it on the TV. No one watches Shark Tank and goes, wow, the bidding process and spending money is really cool. It's right? Like that's that's totally enthralling. It's yeah. the Man, interaction. Mark Cuban made two billion dollars this time. Yeah. Right. The dude's already a billionaire. No one gives a shit. So if you want to make the if you want to make this game fun, you have to focus on the fun parts of the show, which is, is the interaction between the sharks and the interaction between the presenter and the sharks themselves. And that was totally overlooked. I mean, like that works with the Amazing Race. Like they focused on what's the fun part of the Amazing Race with that with the board game that we played there. It's the actual racing part. It's traveling from country to country. They completely blew this by focusing on the least fun part of the show. Yep. It it's it's probably the 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 easiest to make a game around, but I think that's their main problem here for me. And that's what I think was the uh I think it's it's the only nail in the coffin and the last <laughs> nail in the coffin. This is a coffin with one nail, boys. A one nail So coffin. Yo, I am going coffin. to give this just to match up with that, I'm going to give this a uh a, a one star. Oof. Oh, going star one, one out of here. 10. Yeah, so I think a lot of the fun of the game, um, in my opinion, was contrived by just us role playing. Um, right. <laughs> and, and and you know, at its core, you know, the game mechanics are you're bidding for these random companies. You roll a die to see if the companies are worth anything, and you're really praying that you're making at least half your money. <laughs> like that's basically what I got <laughs> out of the game. Like because in, in our case, we kept losing money, and then we were just bidding a ton of money on really bad companies that we didn't really want to bid on, and and then we just, you know, the valuation was based on luck and we just, okay, like we just played a bunch of game on rolling a bunch of dice and it just, you know, we didn't know anything about it. So yeah, a lot, a lot of the value in the fun was literally we made it up as we went. It wasn't because of the game itself. Um, you know, the, the rules were all janky and messed up and, you know, poor Garrett had yeah. to try to figure out what they were trying to say and. Two um, house rules in one playthrough. I know. That's pretty amazing. And and we broke it twice. That was awesome. In the right. first playthrough, even even more so. <laughs> it's, right. It's, uh, it's the very first playthrough that you're having to implement those house rules. Yeah. We And we broke it twice. We tied once, and they didn't have anything to do with that. And we both went out on a, on a bid, and they didn't have anything to do with that. Um, so, yeah. I re- you know, there's really not much credit I can give to them. Um, and, yeah, every, all the fun that I had was honestly based because of us. Um, and and on, and because of the – well – some of the pitches were just so bad, but again, Garrett <laughs> Garrett did a great job. He he role played as the as the pitch man and um, gave a lot of color to uh, to the actual idea. So that that did made a lot of game. Um, so I'm gonna give it. I'll probably give it about the same. I'm gonna give it a one. All right, that leaves me. I am very disappointed in this game. There, so and I'm a little bit torn, honestly, too. So this game, if you just look at it as a, game and not a shark tank game it's a better game than almost anything else we've played not not at, not almost anything else but the many of the games the the majority of the games we've played on this podcast but that being said just because they put shark tank on it makes it so much worse because exactly what you said thomas like it it's not it doesn't feel like shark tank it, it right yeah, and and they focus on the wrong parts. The bidding is fine, and if if you want to tell me that I'm a some art bidder or you know I'm I, I'm right. 
trying to be some investor or something like that, that's great. It's the fact that they made this Shark Tank game. Yeah. Um, they could have done a ton with the like we were talking about putting some some company facts on the on the cards and and giving you a little bit more information out of that. And I really also don't understand the fact where or the part of the game where the the valuation is unknown and then you roll for another unknown valuation after right. that. Right. I, I think that's that's so weird to me. And then I have to take off even more points for the poorly written rules. They're just so bad and they leave out so many <laughs> things. It just like it 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 kind of hurts me to give this such a low score. Because it, it it is a better game. They, than had, what they we did some played. things that were yeah. They did some things well. Like I right. The blind bidding in most other games could be really good. You know like yeah yeah yeah. Um, it, 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 it's a fun touch. Yeah. It's a fun it's a fun way to bid, but not when you're trying to represent what Shark Tank is. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So so yeah, I'm I'm just I'm pretty torn on this. I I think I'm gonna go higher than you guys, but like I, I don't know how much higher. And and, and the other thing is I I just want to say is I'm. I'm kind of surprised by the the scores that we're seeing from both Board Game Geek and and Shark Tank. Um, or not Shark Tank. From, sorry. Amazon. The, yeah, Shark Shark Tank rated this really poorly. So, yeah, they're not even. <laughs> they don't even have their seal of approval on this. Right. So, yeah, you know it's bad. Uh, no, Amazon. Yeah, Amazon. Which which like we said earlier. So I don't know. I I'm I'm so torn on this because of those reasons, and I think I. If I were just rating it as a game and it wasn't a Shark Tank game and the rules were written better, yeah, and you're not even changing some of the components up, I think I would rate this game like a, a five. Um, wow. But the fact that it's a Shark Tank game <laughs> and they just botched the rules so bad, I feel yeah. like I want to rate it like a point five, just because it's just like, it's it's it you was a like sludge to get through the that's rules. It's a huge drop. Yeah. It's a, yeah. And it, 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 honestly, like that much of it affected it for me. That and makes then, sense. You know, when you're we, afforded such a thematic type like title and you misuse yeah. it, it's yeah. When you're basically given like a, a, a highway to success and you misuse mm-hmm. it, it, it makes it feel even more egregiously bad. I yeah, agree. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm kind of torn on where to rate it on that, on that scale. Um, I think I'm going to kind of split the difference and then shade more towards the fact that it's a thematic game just because that's how it, that's honestly that's how it made me feel, and you know I'm gonna go with a little bit of subjectivity here. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a little bit higher than you guys, but I'm gonna give it like a one point seven five, I think. Okay, that's fair. All Good right, points. well, what does what does that put for a little bit of quick math here? What's that make our rough draft games boys average? Let's see, one plus one plus one, carry the one. Uh, that is one point two five average for the rough draft boys. We are approximately 1.35 away from the board game geek average of 2.6 uh again i'm a i'm a i'm a little surprised at how low it is on there but I, then also i'm not just because of like how poorly they i mean they just botched to... a ton of things right and I, and, and I got a copy with a die in it and a lot of people got a copy without a die which i, I think is hilarious so yeah so yeah we're not we're not too far off of the board game geek average but it that and is i think really... you also got to look at the median score on board game geek because i think most of the people gave it ones and then you had like a couple people give it like a super high grade like that kind of skewed the average so it might be even lower if it weren't for like uh you know some some generous individuals who Mm -hmm. gave it uh, a little bit of a higher so this is actually the second lowest rated game on board game geek that we've played any guesses on the first one um what uh what no i don't know what was the first one uh I'm gonna, it was also y'all's lowest rated game. 
24? Oh, 24? Yeah. Yeah. 24, yeah. Oh, that makes so, sense. So that 24 makes total sense. 24 out of 2.2, and this had a 2.6. So it, it, you know, it's kind of in the same neighborhood of that. And, and it, it's not as bad it's of a game as 24 It's not as bad as 24. It's not as bad I gave 24 as... a zero, and I gave this a one, so I feel good about my score at least. <laughs> but, mm. but but yeah, I mean, just to show you how dramatically throwing the Shark Tank label on that affects it. You know, right. It, yeah. It's, pre- it's pretty it's great severe. great point. Yeah, if you're if you're just talking about sort of brand value, I think people come in expecting a little something a little bit different, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, or like the Shark Tank experience. So, yeah, it might have gotten their initial sales up, but I think uh, putting that label on there might have crippled them as far as the uh, reception of the game. It's a big yikes. That's a big yikes. Big but Garrett, overall, I gotta say, I am out. Out. He's out. Well, you out. I, I I got a little bit of a I got a little bit of a pitch for our our listeners at home as we sort of wind things down here on this episode of roll and move. Okay. So I'm coming, I'm coming at you guys with some, some hot, fresh new perspectives here. Okay. All right. I'm sort of an idea guy and I got something for you guys. It's going to absolutely change your life. All right. There's this thing called uh, rough draft games at Twitter. Okay. That's, that's, that's a handle. Twitter, huh? All right. How much money has Twitter made? Rough Draft Games. At Rough Draft Games. This is a brand new concept, never before done. We're talking, you can reach out to Rough Draft Games, the company, on the social media website directly. Let me send you a little counter offer, okay? Just, I'll I'll give you, I'll give you 40% stake in the company. Get rid of the whole Twitter deal. Yeah. Just send us emails if you want to talk to us. We don't we don't need this we don't need this new millennial system of tweeting. Here's what right. you do. What's wrong with what's email. wrong with it's email, a passing right? fad. Just send me an email. <laughs> Roughdraftgames at gmail.com. Boom, we're done. Cut out the Twitter. I want a forty percent stake in the company. And lastly, if you want to evaluate some of the other assets that we have, you can come on down to roughdraftgames.com where we have a thematic post. Uh, you can check out the food and the music that goes along with the games that we play. You can check out other episodes of Roll and Move. And lastly, you can check out the All Rise board game. Uh, give that a nice valuation and maybe put a little bit of stake in that company for us. You, you know, that sounds really convincing. But uh, Garrett, did you hear him go along with the bit? Was he doing the bit with yeah, us? I don't, I don't know if he was doing the bit. And you for know, those reasons. You know, You're for out? those reasons, we're both I'm out. out. <laughs> <laughs> but just because Garrett and I are out does not mean you have to be out, dear listener. If you go to iTunes and you leave us a five-star review, we would greatly appreciate it. It helps people find the show. It helps us uh, helps us get a little feedback on how we're doing here, and it helps out with algorithms so that we can share our, our beautiful message of love and peace and board games uh, with the world. So we would be eternally grateful if you guys could reach out to us, and we thank those of you who already have. And until next time, we've been Mr. Wonderful. Self-given nickname. <laughs> 